Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one exposition-heavy minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 104, which starts with Frodo looking around in the woods and there's a bird call off screen. And it ends with Sam saying, Mr. Frodo. Yeah. Mr. Frodo. One of his uh, most common lines. Yes. He starts his dialogue in this minute by saying, Mr. Frodo. Yes. I'm looking around. Where's he gone? And then him and Gollum find Frodo pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe Gollum can just, like, sense where the ring is. I but, don't know. Like, Frodo, look, he, he doesn't wander far, but it looks like, I don't know, based on, like, his movement in the last minute and leading up to this one. It just feels like he's wandering a little longer than it would take them to... I don't know. They just find him really quickly. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of got it. You're just going to move the movie along. Yeah. So, yeah, this is an exposition-heavy minute, uh, and our expositor is Gollum. How does he know all this? It must just be from, like, his time as a prisoner in Mordor and, like, his quote-unquote escape. But how would he know about, like... The men of the east and the men of the south, and you know, I don't know. This Sauron's was, uh, evil plan. Sa- did Sauron like gloat? Did he do the the famous the villain serial thing? villain thing? Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe I don't know. But uh, this this Gollum stuff was apparently a studio include. You know, you need to you need to need to explain who these guys are before we like when we see them. Someone in this scene has to tell us who these people are. I mean, it makes sense, but I'm just wondering why he knows this and how he knows this. He's been living in a cave for 400 years. Like, spoiler alert, we're about to meet Faramir. Why isn't Faramir the one to tell us this? We've been living, he's been living in a cave for like 400 years. And then... He is gathering all armies to him. Yeah. To make his war. How, How would he know this? How would he know this? How would he have like any concept of what is happening? It's not like the orcs torturing him, no. Whispers from the ring? I don't know. It's, well, maybe. Actually, yeah, that 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 might... I believe that more than, like... You know, orcish generals talking, talking smack while they're torturing Gollum? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Right? It's like, we'll show you when our master covers the world in his war. It doesn't, like... And the fact that... These orcs who are relegated to torturing prisoners, I don't know if they're really high up on the totem pole of, like, generals and stuff. Right, you know. I'm sure Sauron keeps everything pretty close to this, the, his metaphorical chest anyway. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Where Whatever an eye has for a chest. I mean, Saruman kind of has an idea of what's going on, but that's Saruman. Well, he can also kind of see it at a distance with the with the Palantir. Yeah. You can, you can look around a little. Does Sauron have, like, I mean, I know there's, like, the yes, mouth he has of Sauron. One. 
So, what no, do you, no, no. I mean, like, like, is this like the nose? Like, is there a chest of Sauron? No, just no. Some big burly troll? No, the chest of Sauron. Oh my god, he's just his his one job is to wear like a really pretty breastplate. But no, does he have like a war council? I imagine that that would be the nine. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, that's what makes sense to me. Yeah, that would make sense. Like these were all kings of ancient kingdoms. Like these, these are all ancient kings of man. Right. They all led campaigns of their own in life. But the the nine are busy tormenting, I don't know, villages or whatever, looking for the ring. So like, who is executing these plans that Sauron has? Like who who is making the dream happen? Like who is sending out orders? Like who's who's summoning that tumor faced orc from the third movie? Ew. Who's like summoning the people of uh, the men of Harad and the 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 Easterlings? <laughs> you got me. I don't know. They're just sending out heralds. I mean, in the book, they like there's like a dark rider that was like sent to Erebor or whatever. Oh right. To right. try to convince the dwarves to like join them in exchange right. for dwarven rings. But that's power. why that's why the that's why Gimli and Gloin go to Elrond. Yeah, because they're just like, hey, so I got a question. Right. Who's this asshole? <laughs> and then Gimli's just like points at Legolas and is like, who's that guy? Who's that asshole? <laughs> I don't like the look of this guy. I don't like the cut of his jib. <laughs> right. And I don't like the cut of his jib. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's the the first of two notes I have about this scene is that like that was a was a studio include was this exposition. It's just like you can't just like show an army like this. Free of context. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Although they do kind of do that with the Easterlings. But that makes a little more sense because... We see them entering Mordor. Right. So, like, that's fine. But, like, this is, like, they're in the wilderness. It's like, these people are headed to Mordor. These are bad guys. Yeah. And they are not the same bad guys, even though they are also veiled. Um, Uh, My other note is about their design of their armor and, like, their tools and stuff. Okay. Which, I guess a lot of the design work for the Haradrim was based on uh, Pacific Islanders and, like, Maori in particular for some of this stuff. Mm. Which is cool, but it's also racist. Because it's the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot a lot of this design work was based on Pacific Islanders, I guess. That's cool. They wanted to, like... Specifically indigenous New Zealanders. Right. They wanted to like. There's a lot of Pacific Islanders, right? I mean, they (laughs) they say they drew from like some other places too, but like they they a lot of it is focused on the Maori. Oh, okay. Uh, But they don't really like name other places. They're like Pacific Islanders in general, and then also like some specific Maori things are like part of this design because they wanted to find a place to like get Maori design elements into the movie. Yeah, that's I like that. However. The context in which they are using said things kind of sucks. Yeah. It's cool that they want to, um, like, honor the, the Maori people in their movie because, you know, they're filming in New Zealand and on all of these, like, in, in the wilderness. But, like, really? You gotta, you gotta have them be evil? Why are the brown people evil, Norman? I don't know. <laughs> Tolkien was an old white guy. <laughs> We're evil. 
I mean, I think they look cool. No, I like the design a lot. It's just really unfortunate that the bad guys are the people of color. Yeah. And then the the Easterlings have, like, not necessarily, like, a more, like, yes, it kind of looks more traditional, but it also is, like, a little fantastic. But their armor is, like, more Western than this. Or, like, or more Mediterranean, at least. What do you mean by Western? Like, the, the kind of armor that the Easterlings wear looks more, like, Western in design. Like, the way that we think of, like, European armor styles mm. compared to like what the what the harajim are wearing in this this sort of deal so like the the easterlings look more like their armor design looks more like other people's of middle earth and the harajim look really distinct mm. in comparison that's what i'm getting at oh, okay that's what i mean yeah it's again it's cool that they took the time to um think about the designs of these people who live in like the east and the south of middle earth but unfortunate that they're uh they're uh they're bad guys and there's no people of color that are good guys in this movie at all yep sad times i am really really curious as to what they do with that Amazon series. Yeah, now that we know. Now that we know that it's like Young Strider Adventures, or at least part of it will right? be. I hope it's half as campy as the Young Hercules show. Um, let's like, I don't know, let's, let's, let's liven up Middle Earth. Uh. I mean, we know, <laughs> like, from the, from the books, context of stuff from the books that Aragorn as a young man did travel into the east and into the south of Arad. Right, but... So the, we the might pro- see okay, more but, of that stuff. No, but the problem with the 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 my problem with only having people of color in, from the east and the south, while that makes just sense geographically, um, is that they are explicitly evil. Yeah, explicitly. Like, I mean, Gollum says evil men. Yeah, but I mean that's undermined in the very next part of this scene i don't think it is i i think it's undermined by faramir quite a bit in the text like maybe in the movie but like right in the text that this movie is based on explicitly the east and the south evil every single person right long ago corrupted by melkor and then sauron evil yeah so that's my problem right with that is like this movie, like the movie at the least, the very explicit like racism of that choice, yeah, is what I have a problem with. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, Amazon has the opportunity to cast people of color as not evil. Right. They do. Because. Uh, and I, w- I was going to say, you like, can. even right. And I was going to say, like, even if they do like Young Strider Adventures, it is very easy to also like write a good companion character from these peoples to accompany, like, young Aragorn on part of his adventures in these lands, that's also easy, too. Dude, screw it. Just cast cast a young black actor as Aragorn. I, I could... I could. Donald like, Glover looks great with a beard. Donald Glover is a little... He's a... Maybe he's a little too old at I this mean, point. I mean, yes, he does. He looks great no matter what. But, like, I think he's a little too old. I would rather have... He might also be a little too recognizable. Yeah. I would rather have again, somebody, Then again, they spent a billion like, dollars. I'd rather have somebody 
um, like a relative unknown, like, and have that be their big break. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's hard, like, because Amazon tied up so money and so they much did money it, in this they, already. They did it with Game of Thrones. That's true. I mean, like, all those kids now are like right. famous. <laughs> but like, they anchored the first season on a really established star. Right. But you can have which is like, like what you do. You can have like Gandalf be a really established star. Yeah, that's true. Gandalf show like Gandalf hangs out with Aragorn. Right. Like, and there's and there's all kinds of like. You can have Elrond be a really established star. Yeah. Hugo Weaving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm, Hugo Weaving will probably be willing to do that forever. To reprise it. Yeah. Reprise it. He, he'll probably be willing to be Elrond forever, because why wouldn't you? Like, Ian McKellen, likewise, if he's in good health, I'm sure he would be like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Why not? But then, like, I'm worried about it. But then it's, like, too much, like, too, yeah, the movies. Yeah, it's too tied into the movies. But, like, it seems... It seems they also made deals for all of the props and set pieces that still exist. Yeah, you can use the costumes. Just, like, have different people wearing them. It's not that hard. Yeah. I don't know, like... Use your who's imaginations. A, who's a cool old guy you could see playing Gandalf? To, like, be an established name. To, like, help get it off the ground. Or, or at least, like, an established name among, like, people who are going to watch it. Why are you putting me on the spot like this? I don't know, like Peter Capaldi? Peter Capaldi as Gandalf? Yeah. No. I can see it. Peter Capaldi, okay. He can be silly. It's, he can be fun and too... grumpy. It's important to be both silly and grumpy. Yeah. It's too, like, he's... I'm too attached to him as the doctor. To yeah, but he can't be Gandalf. that forever. No, I know. Obviously. He's got to go do other things. Obviously. This is some... I mean, he's that's... not. That's something I could see him doing. I could see him being Gandalf. All right. Legit. Like, and... I'm really bad at fan casting things until, like, they announce it. And then I'm just like, ooh, I don't know. Or, like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I don't think I like that. <laughs> right, like, a relative unknown as Aragorn would be cool, but I don't have a whole lot of hope that it will be. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like they've already committed so much money that they're going to try to make sure that the star of their show is someone who can draw on their own. <sighs> I don't know, man. Just like let's 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 like. I just know after seeing him in costume in Ragnarok, I would have been down for Idris Elba oh, as Aragorn. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, like Heimdall is like a ranger in the woods. <laughs> give me a whole movie of that. I will watch it. <laughs> just a whole trilogy. Yeah, this whoa would have been great. I almost said a, a Infinity War spoiler, but uh, we're <laughs> we're still in May, so never mind. And it's. Wrong show. We're not a month out. <laughs> Wrong show. Um, Gotta have a good thirty days before. Yeah, just just cast cast more actors of color. That's 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 all I want. Right, and like Young Strider Adventures, please make sure that there's like, I don't know, it, make sure whoever you cast as Arwen like has a big role in the show. Right. And you know we see relatively often, please. We'll see. We shall see. I mean, we're going to watch it anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Gotta. We keep talking about it. And it's just like, they already got us. I just, like... I, yeah, they, they do. <laughs> I, it's such a big missed opportunity because there's so many other parts of the, the lore to explore. I'm sure they'll get it. They paid like a billion dollars. Well, they paid like two hundred fifty million dollars for the rights, and they committed a billion dollars to the, to the 
production of the show. Jesus. Across so many seasons or whatever. I don't know. They committed a billion dollars already and they paid $200 million for the rights. Like, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that whoever they cast will get that back in viewership as soon as possible. Mm. So I, I don't have a lot of hope for very many relative unknowns. I feel like this is going to be Amazon's, like, big thing. They're going to really, yeah, but... really do it. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong and they'll put some faith in some some newer actors, but... We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I just want some Asians in Middle Earth. That's all it... Please. <laughs> and not like one. Like the Thor movies. <laughs> well, like, here's this Asian elf. You get one. It's I'll like, buy no. their onesome. Why? They're just walking through the background. Why do we only get one? It's a travesty. Yeah. Every time we talk about, like, the men of the South and the men of the East, I'm just like, hey, this sucks. This is racist. (laughs) Which, you know, like, the first time I saw this, 15 years ago, didn't register. Well, yeah, because it's the kind of thing that's got to be pointed out to you. Like, but turning to it now, it's just like, ooh. And yeah... (laughs) In the context of, like, this scene as a whole, uh, given Faramir, in the, which I don't even think we're going to get to this week. Dude, we're not in Faramir land yeah. yet. I think that the, the Faramir stuff immediately following this really undermines what Gollum says here about these being evil men. I don't, I don't agree, but we'll have to, we'll have to uh, talk about that after hi- our hiatus. Yeah, it'll be after hiatus, when we, after hiatus when we talk about Faramir. My boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my big note. Like, how does Gollum know all this? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, this it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes more sense for him to, to say this than Frodo and Sam. Oh, also, uh, the bird calls that I was trying to talk about mm. yesterday. I don't think... Well, do you think that these are actual birds? Like, literal birds? Like, in the context of the scene? Yes. It, actually... Maybe not. Maybe that's why Frodo's just like, what the hell is that? Because I don't think they are actual birds. I think they're Faramir's company signaling to each other before we see them. And that's I like why that. it's, that's, I mean, like, that's how I've always read it is because, because Frodo doesn't react because it's just like, oh, birds. Because we hear birds in this minute as well. Yeah. But they're like, they call so much attention to this specific call and then we hear birds later. Yeah, and it is it is it is an answer, and I think it is like an answer and a response the way that the yeah the sound is done. So that's how I've always read it. Is like yeah, that makes I like that. That makes total sense to me. There's these suspicious noises. They sound like birds, but yeah. like if they're wilderness people, they gotta have a signal somehow. Yeah, and I mean, bird call is the stereotypical thing, right? Yeah, that makes absolute sense to me. I I, I got you. I'm on that. I'm on that page. Cool. Yeah, I, that's why Frodo walked off. He's just like, those don't actually sound like birds. What the hell is going on? I also think he might have heard the uh, the marching. Mm. The the sound design of the scene and the the motions of Frodo make it seem like he's specifically reacting to that one bird call that kind of is louder than all the other ambient noise. Yeah. So I think that, that we are supposed to pick up that he's just like, what is that? Because I think it's telegraphing the fact that Faramir's company is coming. Or, like, someone else is out here. 
yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think that is what's supposed to be. It's it maybe if you don't even if you don't pick up on it like consciously, it's like priming you for someone else to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the way that there's very little score and other ambient noise around those calls in particular. Yeah. And like when again, like when he's wandering through the woods before he sees the the are these the Haradrim? Yeah, these are the Haradrim. Okay. Before he sees the Haradrim, there are like actual literal birds that are singing. Right. In the background yeah. as well. And I don't know if this is a distinction that exists in the design in the movies, but in the context of Lord of the Rings, like Mythos, there are uh, the people of Near Harad and Far Harad. Mm. And I think that they are like somewhat distinct, but fly under one banner. Like they're like, there's a, there's a very large desert south of Mordor, which makes up most of near Harad, which makes up most of Harad in total. Oh, okay. So they're like, they're like a, a edge of the desert and oasis dwelling people. Okay. In like on the edges of a desert that's like the size of the Sahara, the Gobi or something. Legit. Yeah. Those are two very different deserts. Right. I'm like size. <laughs> like they're both huge. I mean the Sahara's bigger. Yeah. I don't know. I'm It's the biggest oh. desert in Norman. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I'm bad at geography. You should watch more nature documentaries with me. Maybe. You would know these things. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think I think I don't know if there's supposed to be like a design difference in the movie that might tell you Far Harad versus Near Harad, but I'm pretty sure there's a difference, like, in the lore as a whole. Is that just, like, from the perspective of whoever's making the map? Or do they literally call themselves, yeah, we're Far Harad? That's Near Harad? <laughs> well, the only reason that, like, even if it's, like, a like a Gondor-centric view and they're calling it Near Harad and Far Harad in yeah. relation to them, you wouldn't name them two different things unless the peoples there were distinct. Yeah, but... Like, what does Far Harad call itself? They probably just call themselves Harad, or whatever their native tongue language calls it. Gondor just calls it near Harad and Far Harad, because they're jerks. (laughs) They're racist jerks. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Like, what do the Far Haradians call themselves? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or Haradrim, I guess. Right. They just call themselves the Haradrim. But if there are distinct, like, if there are distinct groups or tribes or, like, countries, wouldn't they distinguish themselves? That depends on, like, what their relationship is, like, geopolitically. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, that's a real world thing, too, right? Yeah. Like The de- politics of Far Harad. Like, Dude, that's a series I would watch. Like, is it the Hardrum Empire? And it's, like, these two distinct lands that were conquered a long time ago? Mm. You know? I'm not sure. I don't really know. But the cultures must be somewhat distinct. Otherwise, Gondor wouldn't have called these two places near Harad, Far Harad. Like, these are both desert. Maybe and this one's closer lazy. and that one's far away. Yeah. That one's further away. They're both the same. Whatever. Who cares? Right. It's just these, these racist guys like, oh, they look the same. <laughs> yeah, basically. They dress the same. They must be the same. Yeah, basically. You Gondorian assholes. Curse you. Uh, Anyway. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Um, We 
again, are going to be going on a hiatus uh, after Friday's episode, tomorrow's episode. Um, only for a month. We'll be back at the beginning of July. Um, in the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook. We have our Facebook listener group, which we'll still be semi-active on, um, posting stuff. I don't know. What do you think about um, as far as like casting for that Strider series goes? Yeah, like, what's your, what's your fan cast for younger versions of these characters? Although Gandalf and Elrond wouldn't look any younger. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a pretty easy casting. Oh, we also have our, like, Team Eowyn, Team Arwen poll. Right? Like, I don't know if it's... Which I checked a couple days ago, and um, Eowyn and Arwen are tied. And then the other uh, result that I was just like, oh, they should just ditch Aragorn and be girlfriends is actually winning. So... <laughs> I don't Good know job, if, guys. Right? I don't know if Eowyn and Arwen would get along very well. Eh, I don't know. The moon and the sun. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Just, you know, fix stuff. Whatever. Let the pretty ladies work. be friends, Norman. Let them talk to each other. Right. Because no women talk to each other in this movie, aside from those, the the Rohan lady talking to her daughter. Mm. And if you have a moment, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the Podcatcher app of your choice. It helps us out a lot. And we'll be back tomorrow to finish up the movie. Olifants.